Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fellas, you already know what it is. What Jacksonville do? and Miami this weekend. Miami your tickets are less than normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, yo, I'm telling you, the Miami guys have not been messing with me. Get a fucking sneaker to give you sneakers <laughs> down in Miami. Dude, I'm telling you. Ryan, I, Ryan's I, Red Pool Red Pill Tour featuring Sneeko. Everything else has been cooking, though. San Jose is almost sold out. Yeah. Tacoma, we just had another show. Los Angeles, Cleveland, Chicago, Cincinnati, Columbus, Charlotte, Greensboro, Raleigh, Austin, Detroit, Portland, Phoenix, Plano, Toronto, Baltimore, Buffalo got added. And yeah. Detroit. All right, let's get into it. The boys. It's the boys cast. The lads. It's the boys cast. The dudes. Prepare yourself for boys cast. The bros. It's the boys cast. The homies. It's the boys cast. The dudes. It's the boys cast. The boys cast. God save the queen. This is, you wanted to do a shout out. I wanted to give a shout out to not the queen, but the king of fucking England. You did it, Charles. We're proud of you. You went from prince to your rightful throne. You hung in there. Hung in there. And now... Thanks to the patriarchy, or no thanks, I don't Patriarchy's know. Patriarchy's back is what you're saying. Big win for the patriarchy. It's literally back. Yeah, this old woman. And by the way, so you are right. The patriarchy is officially back. We back. <laughs> we back, patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Charles. Sorry. King Charles. The king. All the Canadians out there, all the Australians. Burn all your money. Rip it up. Rip your money up. With the queen send it on it. And we'll rip it yeah, for you. send it up to us. We'll do it an official American rip up style. And then we're going to have to have new money with the yeah. king on it. Because the king is back. The king is back. The queen. And you know what is extra weird? I don't know if I, if I told you this because I was gone for a couple of days. Yeah. But I got, like, I kept getting all these voice notes from Queen Elizabeth saying, hey, if you don't want to meet, I know you like to have a podcast with pretty big numbers and I have all this information on this guy. Billy C's all I'm going to say. Oh. And she, she didn't want to go much further. To, I was like, can you just, I'm like, I'm not going to be back in New York for a couple of days. So if you don't mind, we could just talk about this now. And she goes, and then, listen, it's not safe on the wire. People are listening, but she wanted me to meet up at the Rippers, right? So she yeah. was going to send me a ticket, kind of like, you know, OnlyFans chick style. She was going to send me down to come meet her at the Rips. <laughs> fly you down? She was going to fly me down. Yeah, she was going to fly me down, and she had some info on this guy, Billy C. I don't know who it is. We'll never know. That's, That's what the I'm thing saying. Is we're never going to know now. But she started, I, I, and if she messaged me, I can only imagine who else she messaged. She might have messaged- uh, I'm sure few peeps. You know what I mean? Tom Segura could have that information. <laughs> I mean, whoever has that information, I would be fucking nervous right now if you are in possession of said information. Well, she's gone. 
They took it out. I know, but I'm saying maybe. Who do you think that is? Billy along. Charles? Is that a guy? I don't know. Billy C. Will C. Will, Will Smith with a C? Yeah, Will Smith with a C, but it's like starts a with it's like a, Smith? It's a soft C. <laughs> it's a soft C. Soft C. I don't know, but she had some info on something. I don't know what it was about, but either way, didn't look good for her that she was, you know, spreading that around. Uh, yeah, I know, and now she's gone. Shout out to my grandmother, by the way, for outliving the Queen of England. Ooh, ooh, who's ooh, old? Ooh, she's ooh. older because you know what they say another shout out for the dudes, your uh, grandmother. I, but you know how they say he goes, yeah, she lives so long because she didn't fucking work a day in her life. She didn't do shit. She was has the adre- the adrenochrome being p- like weekly adrenochrome yeah. sessions. My grandmother, just regular lady, outlived the Queen. Yeah, take that, Queen. Yeah. And so I just got back from Austin, which is a fucking scene. Yeah. It is. It kind of reminded me of, so I went there. I did like Kill Tony. And so they. it's this little, the Vulcan Theater, it's this little hub and everyone's there. You know what I mean? It's like, like, uh, you know, the we're talking about the king, Mr. The king, Rogan's Mr. there. Mr. Rogies? Who is, uh, he's a sick dude, like exactly how you expect. Yeah. Um, he was there like, like Tony Hinchcliffe, like all their kind of regular guys, uh, that are sort of in that mix. Ari Spears was going through his big controversy. Oh, Ari Spears is there? Yeah, he like came through the day I did Kill Tony and he was there and people were shitting talking on about Lizzo? him getting canceled and all that stuff. Well, he was shitting on Lizzo and then they found some oh, sketch yeah, yeah, yeah. that him and Tiffany Haddish made like years ago, which I actually haven't watched. I heard a bunch of people, so I'm not going to comment on it because I haven't watched it. Oh, I, I just didn't know it was back. a sketch. I thought so that was just a sketch. A and apparently definition. it was a sketch where they were like about like a dad who's or like a pedophile or something, but basically like... It's kind of like the cuties thing where you, they did it though. Oh. You're like, oh, imagine this, like in this sketch, the girl's giving, like, you know, sitting on my lap and doing all this stuff, but like they did do it. Oh. I think that was kind of the vibe, but I, I got to watch it before okay, I talk. We'll I was watch why it's brought it up. I don't, have a, I don't have a comment on his second cancellation. He's had a lot of shit. Yeah. was like pretty standard stuff, talking shit about Lizzo or whatever. Yeah, he goes, shit that he says about everyone. Yeah, for sure. He's a fucking comedian. And everybody's like, you're fat. And he's like, yeah, but I'm not trying to be like a um, picture of health. Yeah. You know what? I had a weird comment that maybe you're not going to like, but uh, you know that guy, Dion? Yeah. So he's like a big YouTuber and he has all this stuff where he makes these videos about how he likes fat chicks and stuff like that. Okay. And he had Lizzo on his like live stream and he was just like hitting on her the whole time. He, she actually was on his live <laughs> he's stream? He's a big star. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize he was that he, big. Yeah. Yeah. He got her on his live stream and honestly, she was like pretty cool and funny. I don't have. I don't have. Yeah, any yeah, yeah. No, well. you've been saying that you said there's only room for one of us, literally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I, only I, room for one of us, large fat. Queens. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking because all of her stuff is so inflammatory. I thought she'd be more annoying, and honestly, she seemed kind of like she's funny. She seemed funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I got yeah. no beef with Lizzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lizzo seemed funny, but so the one the thing that kind of was like that I wanted to like mention. So Ron White, I did the episode with Ron White. Then we went to this crazy jazz club. Uh, uh, and it was like Tony Hinchcliffe's band is you know he's all of the musician? top. Mu- no, he has a band. Oh, the, his band. And they're, they're, they're all these guys. They're like the top musicians, and it's kind of this like New Orleansy scene where they finished his show and went out and played this other show. And oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, like Ron White's there. All these you know legends. Does he just always have just like a scotch in his hand at all times? That's the vibe. And one thing that I noticed about him is I think he nailed the coolest way for like an older guy to dress because you once you get to like sixty or something like that. You have to go fancy, and I think you go long hair. 
The long yeah, gray he has hair the long is hair. cool. Yeah, he has the uh, the guy who used to be the coach for the Jets or whatever, the foot guy. I can't remember his name now. I'm sure people... But Yo, he, you that, go long gray hair. Long straight gray Fancy hair. suit. I mean, the black guy's nailed it. That's the, un- the unusually fancy suit for normal life, right? Yeah, super long. Funeral suit. Funeral suit. <laughs> your, fu- your best funeral suit down to your knees. You have your best funeral suit. And he has like, you know, fancy shoes and all this stuff. And yeah, you're right. He always did it. I, I, actually, I don't know if he was drinking. I think it's possible that That's he quit. Just the, oh, okay. Because that yeah. was always on stage. He just has got like a... Did you get into the cigars? Brian Simpson, very funny. Like, there's oh, a whole yeah. squad there. And the thing that was interesting about it that kind of... Uh, that made me, you know, think about... Like, first of all, it was like energizing. So I get why people are so hyped up on Austin in that, oh, okay. in that uh, regard. But the other thing is that there's like... There is something about that, like, insulation. And it's, like, all, you know, so many good, you know, culture pockets happen in these tiny little scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the reasons is, is because there's too much outside influence. Like, even anyone that's making, like, has a company that you're hyper-focused on. I feel like the more you get, look at this and look at this, the, mo- the more the more you start even thinking about life-wise, you're just like, oh, maybe I should be doing that. There's, there's so many inputs that are coming and you're looking at social media. Should I be focusing more on this? Like, too many inputs make you screwed. And you know there's no mean? traditional industry there. Like, nobody there is auditioning for stuff. Nobody's really. getting involved with none of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're just, like, doing stand-up podcasts and just living your life. And that's yeah. it. There, there is no real external industry. So they become these little arts hubs. And I try to create those little bubbles for myself you know you just try you have to to Mm -hmm. be good at anything but it is like when you actually structurally do it it kind of reminded me of like tim pool had that like compound and they do sort of live in their own little world out there you know what i mean yeah they kind of have to Um, they do and it's like so you basically you're only around people that are like funny and kind of uh you know have similar goals than you like is there a very alty scene as well there yeah comedy? there's both yeah, yeah there yeah. is yeah yeah like the that scene exists i'm sure if you talk to 90 percent of comedians they're like yeah, joe rogan and his 10 friends it's not the austin yeah scene. yeah <laughs> everybody's like yeah there's a whole scene that's I don't like that's like the fucking we also like aren't even allowed to go to that yeah, club yeah that's like there. the high school click nobody's allowed to <laughs> yeah 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 so i am like obviously i was like in a situation where it was cool to i got to do the shows and hang out with them and all that stuff but i'm so i'm sure that you talk to most people they're like oh yeah you thought that was cool He's like, you know, there's something cool about just like being in the place, hanging out with the five biggest comedians in the world. Like, everyone's like, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, so I get what you're saying, of course. But I'm just saying, like, even people that are in mid positions and even in in not like any anything to do with entertainment, it did make me remember that you have to fucking find ways to like filter out all the information. And this was a good kind of interesting uh, way to look at that because these people. You know, there's people that are, you know, the number one news story in the world once once a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. So it's like, if you don't have that sort of, you know, insulation from that, you'd lose your brain, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, how many people do we know that are, you know, have one little thing on tiny scales and it's like you're, you're they're losing their minds, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and being in New York for sure, too, and or LA or whatever. It's just, it's a different thing out there. You're just dealing with so many more. I think factors. New York's better than Los Angeles for that. You're more like, you know, people. You meet up with people. I think of the seller, and I always said this: like, you meet up with people around here, and I think there's a little more of talking about what bit are you working on, or like, sure. what's this? Like, how was this show? As opposed to like, what show are you on? What what thing did you get? Like, yeah, like what auditions are you going for? Like, yeah, what writers' room are you in? Like, whatever, all that shit. A that. little more industry talk than actual like art talk or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, so I think that that it did it did uh, rem- remind me to that you need to 
like guard your own brain from all of the information that's in the world if you want a, a kind of like if you want your thing to keep progressing and getting better and filling in gaps instead of looking at only new things you're kind of looking at how could i improve my little thing yeah which is probably one of the piece of advice is that everyone always needs to like re-up always you know what i mean guard your brain you do have to guard your brain yeah. but also you have to do equally as much you gotta filter out the noise of looking yeah internally in in and not always just being like, dude, I get, I, I was so bad at that when I was young. I would be like, you know, it, it would be, it wouldn't even be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm doing this wrong. It's like, maybe I'm doing the wrong career in the wrong country. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids nowadays, they probably look at it, they go, fuck, I don't even know. If, am I the right gender even? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is a gender? I don't even know. <laughs> they go, dude. Uh, you, you know, you're going to school. You're like going to school. Maybe it should be a prostitute in India and a boy. <laughs> <laughs> It's prostitution, the right, right, good profession. Like, choices are high, you know what I mean? But now, yeah, I think abundance we were, of choice. Right oh, you were choosing between being a rapper and a bunk, you know? Yeah, yeah, These, that was you, it. <laughs> I'm like, am I in a bunk and a white a rapper at that? Yeah, 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 or whatever, right? What school are you going to? I think these people are choosing between, like, you know what I mean? Am I dis, uh, gonna cut contact with my family? Am I, am I being a, Am I going to try to go through, just the th thought of like, am I going to go through the traditional system of like going to university or trying to get a job or am I like a digital nomad type? Yeah. The, yeah and I mean, like, those are like real insane, like life forks in your I mean, road for a lot of people. Now, especially too, it's like people kind of are starting to realize that the college thing is actually going to likely fuck you over too. Oh, you're taking over all the oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. you're both you're screwed yeah now it's even harder do i go in uh this crazy amounts of debt that likely i'll never pay back dude going to college now for most people is the equivalent of uh you know going through like a as a human just walking through a car wash <laughs> <laughs> you just come in but it, it's like I, a machine that just like picks you up by your ankles <laughs> empties out your pockets and they go there's gotta be more in there and then takes the good that takes your brain and sort of fills it up with some nonsense you know what i mean yeah and then there's a guy with like a an asian guy sort of at the corner that's just paddling you too he's just, <laughs> just every now and then hitting you with a paddle just to, no but he just prods poke yeah yeah because he just wants to sort of disorient you while you get your rinsing you know yeah, take and then, the rinsing. You, then you come out of the other end and you go okay uh, well, glad i went through that do i get my job and they go job <laughs> no you could have worked at starbucks this entire time <laughs> yeah so there's just so many choices in doing yeah. anything right now and then you're just like especially you know and then you it's not even just one thing it's everything you go look at girls you go just uh oh I, you know it used to be oh maybe do i date these three girls it's like and now they're men every <laughs> every girl in the world and every yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like which girl do i want to go surprise they're men now it's just so many things that you didn't have to think about that i think increasingly the people that succeed at anything will be the people that are able to guard themselves off from the the they were able to make their options smaller yeah for sure and i'm not the best at that it's i mean it's hard there's a lot of stimuli and then on top of that, first of all, there's homeless people everywhere, but it was a really cool oh, in three Austin. days. Yeah, yeah. And Our boys didn't get rid of them? Buddy, it's almost worse than New York where the homeless people are... Well, I, you, no, we don't allow tents here. That's the difference. They do outside of my house. <laughs> well, but those are still... There's not like... There's no permanent tents, whereas like sure. tent cities, they have those. Sure. Like you can like get a mailing. You can get mail to those. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. These people. That's a fixed address. That's a fixed address. They, they, once they start na- nail, nailing the pipes into the they're cement. Ru- yeah, they're running plumbing and stuff. And they, well, in LA, they actually are. We, yeah. I filmed there with Danny Mullen, and they were. We talked to these people, and they were telling us it was like a bummer because they had to move because they had their whole like electrical system sorted out, and then they were building something there, so they had to move and get. <laughs> so now they have to get their their generator ri- wired up to something else. Yeah, like they, yeah, these oh guys yeah. have like. The five-star restaurants there, you know, they have their own ecosystem. Yeah. It's Mad Max, you it's know Mad, what I mean? Very much Mad Max. People, people are in there. They're trading like beads and shoes for. A <laughs> they have their own econ- economy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, I go to there, and there was a guy that uh, that's actually having like a OD on the street. Oh no! You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you do see that here, but it, it felt like par for the here, course. Here, you're just so much, so much more manageable to just ignore them, dude. There was I walked to the studio th- this afternoon. This is how weird New York is, and how just like acceptable craziness is. This guy was holding a stroller right by the Best Buy. He's holding a, a baby stroller, and he was having like this. He goes like yelling in public. He's holding a baby stroller on his shoulder, and he goes, "I got a fucking gun in here." He's like, "I'm gonna." Sh-. And what? He goes, "He goes, these motherfuckers, you think you're coming out?" He's like a younger guy, like probably in his twenties. He's like, I got a gun. What well, you think you're gonna disrespect me? It's like I'll shoot every one of you motherfuckers. He's no, holding a baby stroller. A baby stroller on his shoulder, and he goes, but he's like, I, but it looks like there could maybe be something inside of it. He goes, I got a gun in here. I'm gonna shoot every one of you motherfuckers. You know how many bullets I got? Literally, nobody acknowledges him at all. <laughs> he might as well have been a tree. Like he's talking about shooting up Union Square. <laughs> Nothing. Nobody is. Everybody's just like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, you, it's New York. you do that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you do that, pal. It's New York. Nobody. Everybody's like, don't acknowledge him. Like, just yeah, let, let him just tire himself out. You're right, though. Small town. That's an episode. Talking about shooting up like a fucking busiest, like in one of the busiest intersections in New York City. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> Which I will say, uh, I'm going to give a, a unrecommendation of a movie. Uh, it was called um, Breaking. And I, if, if there's anything that you take from me, you know, I like to give a recommendation here and there. Yeah. Avoid this movie at all costs. It was the biggest hunk of shit I've ever seen really? in my life. So basically the story is, it's a guy like that, homeless guy, who used to be a veteran, and the veteran of Fairzo has made 100 bucks. So he decides he's going to go to the bank, hold up the bank to get the, and tell Veterans Affair gives him his 100, 800 bucks, right? So it's based on a true story. So the real story is a crazy guy, which basically comes out... It, obviously, Who's in a, it? a little bit of that. I don't know. Some guy, no uh, one. No. Bunch of fucking nobodies, right? Bunch of nobodies making a piece of shit that nobody likes. Buddy, the, the, you know how people talk about stakes in movies? There's got to be stakes. It starts out, he gets there, he kicks everybody out except for the two tellers, and then he tells the tellers, like, don't worry, like, if I do blow this place up, I'm blowing myself up, not you guys. So it's like, you guys are safe. Oh. So it's like, out of the gate, you're like, this character who's like having a mental break, who they didn't make you care about yet, you just like, Okay, so already I don't care what happens. Because you go, so the whole thing was basically, it wasn't saving him from blowing up the bank. It was like, can we talk him down from blowing up himself, I guess. Which is not, that's a bad plot line in a part of the you're not that invested in him. Invested? You just like, this is, I I was trying to leave. Yeah. But the, and then on top of that, at the end of it, it turns out his bomb was fake, which. Was his hot dogs? It was nothing. He just had a backpack with no bomb in it. And then on top of that, at the end of it, he shot himself. So like the real story was, for, and then they never like mentioned how he had a gun, thing. but it was basically like the New York kind of thing where it was a guy goes into a bank with a backpack and says, I've got a bomb. I need $800. Like that was the whole, that's what happened in real life. Yeah. I'd rather watch Dog Day Afternoon. That sounds yeah. much better than that. No, you watch Bullet Train, buddy. Bullet Train is a have, fucking piece of 
uh, should win all the Oscars. It's gonna win them all. It's the best movie I've ever seen. Okay, we're top to top five movies I've seen in five years, dude. And they did everything right, and they did the right amount of like. They still had big stars, but they play. They obviously pandered to like all the things they had to pander to in a way that what didn't bug you at all. Like they had, nice. for example, they that's had. That's like a really hard. They made Jap- thing. listen to this. They made Japanese guys the bad guys. Yeah. So basically, there's like a yakuza guy, but it was the white guy that came there and joined the yakuza with the head <laughs> bad guy. So, but they did it like that, and then they. <laughs> I was gonna say it's about Jap- time Japanese people got their comeuppance, and then <laughs> nah, dude, they found a loophole. But it's still honestly that movie was incredible. All right, I'm gonna go see it. It's okay, up. so then I come back to Austin, or come back from there to New York, where I'm like. Okay, uh, outside of my house, I'm immediately back to you know people fighting outside. Yeah, of I don't city, live there right? anymore. I, I know. I, I, I'm I, getting I'm, out of the thing. Yeah. And then that starts. I get back in my house at that same time. I got a Christian rock band that started playing. So <laughs> you know, there's a church behind my house. Yes. So uh, on the two windows of my house, window at the front, I, I literally started looking up places. I made an application. I'm moving. Right. <laughs> I can't believe you live there. As long so as you on have. the front is two people yelling and screaming at the top of their lungs while playing music. On the back is a Christian rock group. <laughs> Just <laughs> b- belting it out, full blast. F- they've got drums. They've white got, or black? Uh, half and half. Ah, that's not. No, they were not, honestly awesome. All white. Oh, the, they're the Christian rock band was. Yeah, they, yeah. They, Christian rock bands know how to play. I know. Dude. I know. They, well, because these guys are playing for the Lord, dude. They're trying yeah. to. They know if they screw it up, they're going to hell. Yeah. But they're they're belting out all the hits, and I'm, I'm looking out the window. Every you know, there's. 30 people watching it's a little congregation they all know everywhere they're playing right? like in that little lot in the lot oh so they're not even indoors a body no they don't, they don't know. went on for three hours <laughs> I, I, the only thing I could do is stand right in the middle of the fucking apartment and then wear headphones <laughs> <laughs> there, these guys are in a Jesus like rock it was a, no rock. a mix of everything oh, they had okay. they had all they were like a cover but they to, if my if I were to guess the most of these weren't originals uh, you know what I mean like if the people there knew every word right they couldn't have been that big of fans and the one thing that was funny was there's the priest with the priest outfit probably like 40 years old he was in the front row like he was their biggest fan he knew every word he was like uh the guy, you know how the, the the small band that has like the one super, like, yeah, 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 fight of the Concord, yeah, the one yeah. girl. No, like I like I the idea that the, this like the band like Rock for Jesus. They just have this one priest who buys all their merch. <laughs> like <yeah. laughs> the super fan songs for heaven. He comes. Yeah. To, he's just at every show. He goes. All right, we'll be playing Harlem tomorrow. He's there again. He goes and they see him and go. Hey, like. We're gonna kind of play the same set list as yesterday. I you know, he wouldn't have cared. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, would yeah love it. He goes, oh no, no, no. He's don't, to- don't mind me. Just don't even pretend like I'm not even <laughs> yeah. here, dude. They're probably touring in the Christian band with like a big cross <laughs> on it. The priest is in his like Mazda behind them, <laughs> like. <laughs> He's just trailing. He's like, you know, one day he wants to get on the tour bus. That'd yeah, be a big yeah. treat for him. With uh, uh, the, I don't know what they'd be called. Like, you know, probably probably like Rock Four Fifteen or something. Or resur- like there was like <laughs> resurrection. Resurrected. Good. There's probably in the history of Christian rock bands, I'd say ten percent of all of them are called resurrected. There's a lot of resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is a savior. It wasn't. I think the singer had a little more of like a. You know what? Every music's just turned into pop music. Like country music's just pop music with a twang. Church music's just pop music with a little bit more, I don't know, soul. See, that's why the black ch- church music's the best, because that's like R&B and the, I don't know. The, These guys had a little bit better. of that. They, they had a drummer that was black. Yeah. They usually go drummer black, bass player black, and then keyboard player is 50-50. And then guitar players are white. That's generally my synopsis on the church I know. I've seen a lot of the black guitar players. 
But a lot of the keyboard players are white guys with long hair. White guy, long old hair. white guy ponytail. But the, there is a black keyboard section too. That's yeah. that's a. That's I mean, sometimes they're all black. Sometimes it's just all black church. And These all guys were belting it out. Those are the good ones. The lead guitar player was shredding. For was God he too? Yeah, he was shredding like his. You know, he was shredding like, like he's v. at Heaven's Gate, dude. <laughs> like flying V guitar, just really getting in. There. Like his eternity dependent on it. <laughs> he's those guys are gonna get to heaven, and he's gonna be like, ah, you did, you know, cheat on your wife, and he's like, do you see the death? Yeah, yeah, but you heard the demos, right? Yeah, you heard the demo. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, coming through. Member of Resurrection. He's probably yeah, that guy probably gets front seat in heaven, dude. <laughs> he was uh, rocking out. So, you said that your one of your favorite things was the the king coming back for Britain, right? Yeah. There was some people saying wild things about that too, like girls, like a lot of people. There's a lot of uh, like uh, the. Good, a, the the leader of a racist, patriarchal, uh, you know, co- blood colonizer, whatever, right? Yeah, like, people all, are all the thing. buzzwords. People, people are going hard trying to go viral on this one. Oh, right? I know, I know. Dunking on the queen, being like, oh, I guess she's going to go <laughs> colonize heaven now. Watch out. <laughs> dunking on the queen. <laughs> you got your zinger on the queen's death. Yeah. 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 I wonder if Ari Shafir got one in. <laughs> I bet he did. I mean, I would be sad if he didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was your favorite. My favorite was, because this is sketches I've done where I, and this is my favorite when the sketches I do come true, but I did, um, should there be more women uh, uh, torturers, right? Yeah. Enhanced interrogation. And then, so uh, basically there's this organization, Girls Who Code, right? You know, it's probably it's a, <laughs> one of my favorite organizations. Yeah, yeah, which they, it's girls who code. They learn to code. They learn to code. And 50% of our uh, money from the Boys Cast, people don't know this, goes to girls who code, right? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I, oh, I thought we should, we should be sending more. But, so Girls to Code has a new partner. And you might be wondering, oh, who is it? So this is the same Girls to Code that last year, Girls to Code terminated relationship with Activision... In response to some workplace harassment, so do you remember yeah. Activision was in a little hot water? Yeah, yeah just because like you know one person there was like you know probably inappropriate with some woman. I don't know exactly. And then, what and then, they, and then yeah. they go, "That's it. Yeah, we refuse to be associated with the type of company that would allow a staff member to be inappropriate with another staff member." But we do have a new partner that we would like to announce, and that is Raytheon. Raytheon. <laughs> that is my favorite. Can't make this up. You actually, you actually can't make that up. That that's their line. You go, you're fine with Raytheon. They go, you see the kind of checks Raytheon's cutting us. It all comes down to money in the end because they go, yeah, we weren't really getting that much. It all comes down to money, but it also does come down to the, you know, I guess the progressive thing because basically Raytheon was, you know, all these weapons manufacturers were making all these, they were making all these pushes, being like, look it, we got the first, you know. One eyed, we got the first one eyed drone striker and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Look at the head of our Dude, the, they have, the head of our drone strike department's retarded. <laughs> you know, hundred <laughs> percent. Look at this one; it was made by an Asian. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff they were saying, right? But the Raytheon thing—it basically does show it's the same thing as kind of the value system is so funny because it's like you know, we hate cops. World police are fine, obviously. Course, you know, yeah. it's the kind of thing because it's like how. If you take all the little things that they would do, it's like, we really hate the police here, but it's like, we're kind of fine with like, you know, 
police in other countries. Obviously, American now are which we? Is the army, are we sure that Raytheon doesn't have some sort of like um, heat-seeking missile that like hones in on sexual harassers? Like maybe they built. They go look. We That's understand true. we have this thing, so we built this new uh, missile where if someone's like sexually harassing someone, yeah. like a cat caller, like it'll just find a cat caller. They, and it'll So just, they like, program it, but they wanted to get like sexism that's happening like Afghanistan, but the <laughs> missile also got programmed this other thing so it's sort of like it goes after and then it's just like it kind of stops in the air doesn't know what to do and then it comes back yeah. and it's some like bodega <laughs> owner that cat calls yeah, yeah in new york city you go hey, mission accomplished we didn't say there weren't gonna be bugs you gotta you gotta crack yeah. a couple eggs if you want to make an omelet you know that's how we programmed it like that girls we code we go Listen, we want to announce our new partner, Marlboro. <laughs> but we will say we're not working with this company because they, you know, they don't put enough gay people in their video games. But we would like to announce our Monsanto partnership. Yeah, Monsanto Queens. <laughs> Marlboro, those skinny, super skinny cigarettes. They go, those are for girls. They literally make cigarettes uh-huh. for girls. Yeah. We're working with big weapons contractors. <laughs> Yeah, it's so great though. But they said we've, we're overjoyed to partner closely with Raytheon Technologies on this pilot program. So excited for the opportunity to continue to provide students the tools and confidence they need to make a difference. <clears throat> you know what the thing is? It is the problem. The funny part is that this organization's built on the like kind of premises of you know we're not going to work with anyone that has like our morals don't align like, yes yeah, so we got and we got to uplift women first and foremost i think that's a they're they're female supremacists mm-hmm. is what they are right so there's look look f- uplifting women first and foremost and they're like yeah if you guys go bomb a bunch of dudes in fucking afghanistan you think that's know. what it is <laughs> Seems like it's good for women at the end of the day. Yeah, right. Because they're they're pro- know what a lot of them are probably saying like, yeah, I'm going to work with Raytheon and I'm going to be on the like save Ukraine division. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bombing Russia, all the bad people in Russia, all the bad men. Yeah, they probably in their mind they go, yeah, but who's getting bombed? Guys. You know what else? Guys are on the receiving end of bombs. It's also a funny move for uh, Raytheon too because like those big companies are just like. They're essentially uh, injecting themselves with a virus. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there is also, you go, hey, good. You know, we have like good news. We're partnering with these like 200 activist women that just fresh out of college. <laughs> like, they're, don't see any problem here. It's going to fast forward to like six months later. It's like 10,000 high up layoffs in uh, Raytheon. <laughs> you know what, though? I was thinking about this similar to the, like, because you know the dude from Arcade Fire who's in all this trouble for grooming or whatever? Yeah. So, and the, the real issue is is he's not grooming. He was having sex with girls who were, like, in their 20s. His well, was his was not Arcade Fire, and people probably know that band, but it's Canadian. Well, yeah, right? Canadian, but yeah. they're like, one of the biggest bands in the world. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they won Best Grammy for Best Album and all that and stuff. And Feist dropped off his tour. Feist dropped off his tour, Win Butler, and his all he essentially did was four women came forward well three women and a non-binary person yeah the non-binaries he's like you know you go he was on tour having sex with non-binaries like you made your own bed you knew the- no no he used to be a when he was with <laughs> oh, her that okay. shit didn't even exist any- <laughs> that didn't even exist anymore. i thought that one was from like a few years ago no that's a new one no okay. no, no, no no she's she, they are recently non-binary i'll tell you what when it comes to you know uh when it comes to trying to ruin your life they're fairly binary yeah <laughs> <laughs> get him but his whole thing was he was like this good boy 
and then he was cheating on his wife and having sex. But people are trying to be like, yo, he's a criminal. You're like, he's not a criminal. He had sex with people who are legal age. But the thing <laughs> with the girl, the one girl's like 22. I know. It's crazy. Yo. And she goes, yeah, he took advantage of like power dynamics because uh, like he DM'd me and, you know, he was a famous band person and I was a fan of the band. That that's the getting, that, that one's getting that's wild. the power dynamic. You're like, what are you talking about? But anyways, my point with this Raytheon thing is that Raytheon, they could always at the end of the day just drop them, and people would go like, oh, Raytheon's bad because they got rid of this whole program. You go, yeah, but we were bad this whole time though. You're saying that's a benefit. They could always get rid of this, but they are desperately trying to get good press. These weapons contractors do have like crazy publicity teams. Yeah, I mean, they, they well because their whole thing hinges on governments giving them these. Mo- massive contracts and then like they it's probably a little hard for them to go to someone who's like campaigning or just won an election or is like if biden's a little less popular and they go you know there's been a hundred headlines about how raytheon's so bad he's like maybe this isn't the best time to ask for our billion <laughs> our, t- our billion our today's trillion yeah, maybe not maybe not yeah so i think they put like massive amounts of effort into publicity yeah, of course and i mean they're a huge company this was like someone at raytheon being like you know what we need we're getting some heat on this other thing i've got the solution girls who code girls who hear me <laughs> out three words girls who code are, are you with me <laughs> are you with me or what you but it's, what? yeah it's fine it's 10 guys in a room smoking cigars being like so crazy just might work you know <laughs> Yeah. But I think they're wrong. I think this is going to fucking... You know, every time you put it like uh, these kind of things in, they come out and they go... It, it, but it's going to seem funny, too, because they're like, yeah, the one guy made an inappropriate comment to me. Oh, what day was that? Oh, the day that we bombed a wedding. <laughs> yeah, it happened. I, I don't know. I can't remember the exact day, but it was the one we were bombing all those weddings. Anyways, he said I looked hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of fucking uh, PR that Raytheon wants anyways. We're bury, bury the wedding bombing. Make it about some offhanded statement that was made. I know, right? Yeah, uh, that, maybe that is the plan. Maybe it's diabolical. Maybe that that's maybe that's so crazy. It just might work. Where they go, we're gonna bring in all of these like activists. They're what they're gonna do is be like, oh, four or five, you know, guys were inappropriate or they're sexist or I. This one guy said a racist joke or whatever. Then Raytheon gets to like fire ten guys and be like problem solved yeah. we're good now yep. <laughs> and be like yeah i know everyone said we're bad but like we just fired all the bad apples and they go that wasn't the reason we were saying you're bad <laughs> and they go no no oh you're saying uh, that's not a problem yeah uh, we fired some bad apples can't argue so maybe that's the plan 40 chess at raytheon <laughs> Yo, an, it's an arms dealer i know to Saudi Arabia. They're protecting like America, too. though. Yo, company, it's all the companies that are like, we're, all the countries, too, where like girls, you know, a lot of the deals are with a lot of those places where the girls have like, you know, wildly restricted. Yeah, uh, they're like not allowed to drive. And maybe like, they, maybe these people are like, well, change it from the inside. No, they're not. Yeah, I feel like that is whenever you whenever you hear these organizations, this, ha- this is the most tale as old as time. It'll be like, uh, 10 people that are like we're gonna start the like make the world better organization and we're gonna try to like get rid of bigotry and fight bad people and then who they always get rid of is like guy number three at the organization is the fall guy <laughs> no 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 I'm saying that no 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 they don't oh, even, yeah, yeah. they don't even get to the organization all they do is like fire each other kind yeah. of you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah and there's no uh, they, they generally get th- like it'll be like an improv against you know like an improv troupe and then all that happens is they kind of like you know, get rid of the the people in the improv troupe that weren't activists enough or whatever, right? Yeah. I feel like that's pretty, like, par for the course. (laughs) Yep. 
Students partaking in the program will be in contact with mentors, mentors from Raytheon. Yeah, those mentors are coming at you. Yeah, I'd love to see what a mentor. Yo, baby, you want to you want to put your finger get- on my finger? We'll do it together. <laughs> Come on, let's press that backspace. Yeah. Come on, let's do it together. Let's do it together. That backspace yeah. button's got room enough for both of us. Yo, spin it, you know, yeah, this is an old Will Smith song back in the day, but he goes, baby girl. I'm gonna take this globe, put your finger on it. I'm gonna spin it wherever it lands. I'm gonna take you. Because oh. where you put your finger on this globe, I'm gonna spin it wherever it lands. I'm gonna blow that thing to smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> you feel how good it feels. Press the button. Yeah. Go see that city. Mm. Doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, girl. You feel like a woman. The power. Interview prep and community service projects. Networking events. They're going to get to network. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah, I mean, Girls like, We Code gets to go to the networking You think all events. these girls are like, oh my God, that's Dick Cheney! Ah! <laughs> right, the <yeah>, networking <laughs> events. Yo, networking events. Oh my so- God, that's John Bolton! Ah! <laughs> Yo, going to like an event that they go, it's like specifically a networking event is so funny. And that's also like the least cool tech company that you could possibly network ever with. You're like, there's all these, you could be work at Twitter, Girls Who Code, you could work at Twitter, you could go network with Tesla or Facebook or whatever, and they're like Raytheon. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that's the recruiter from Halliburton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you see that guy? He just did a trillion dollar propeller deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little less sexy, huh? Yeah. For girls, at least. For that, girls. It might be a little more sexy. They all want to go work at Twitter and shit. I know. So anyways, girls who coach. <laughs> Fellas, we're going to take a quick break to tell you about a new sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, football fans, Danny is by, but you said you're betting on the Lions as My, per usual. Betting on the Lions. It's their year, baby. That's it. You've been saying that. It's their year. Not the Argos. Not the Argos. Didn't play. That's what you said. You had to learn the hard way. Tie Cats, man. Yes, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has given new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Back, baby! Colin was actually just trying to get people together for game one, too, so fellas could be rocking over there, and I could be hitting the sportsbook bet right now this is the offer. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience a thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. So this one's kind of cool. Simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any time during the game, at any point, you get paid instantly. And even if your team loses, you still can win that bet. And that's 10 points anytime in the game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code BOYSCAST to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code BOYSCAST. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Also, we're going to tell you about Babbel. We've been telling you about Babbel. You trying to impress these ladies out here with a new language? trying to be a suave dude you're traveling suave around suave dude if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school this is and there's a there's a million i was just having this conversation with someone else that there's a million reasons why these teach you better than the way they do actually when you're in school because it's too hypothetical yeah 
but it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons. You can finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. So one of the things you can do them on the plane, and that's uh, I was cruising through the app when I was on the plane, and it's like... I don't know, it's just set up in a way that it's super easy to do and you can kind of do when you have little chunks of time. So other language apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel's lessons were created by over 150 language experts voiced by real native speakers and not computers, and their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. Choose between 14 different languages, Spanish, French, Italian, German, you name it. And there's many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition, the lessons you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start a new language learning journey today with Babbel. I think the fellas will like it. And if you want right now, get up to big discount coming at you. 55% of your subscription Ooh. when you go to babbel.com slash boyscast. That's babbel.com slash boyscast for up to 55% off your subscription. Babel, a language for life. You know what I was thinking? I had to feel like I had a point when I was uh, on the plane pondering. <laughs> yeah. Is, um, do you know, one of the things that people argue about a lot is people will say white privilege and then some people will be like, well, I'm poor. I don't have white privilege, right? Yeah. And it's like you can understand uh, and their argument is like, well, yeah, what it was just your skin color didn't make your life harder. That's what their argument mm. is. And then the argument against that is like, you're, well, you have, a, like, if you take our deck of cards, you have a better deck of cards than me. So it's like, yeah, you're right. I, I have a uh, easier That's on one that card. one. Yeah, yeah one card. And it's like, yeah, you're rich. So it's like a ri like, you would go, you know, crazy it is for a rich person. And that's the other argument, right? Mm. But I was saying that, like, I feel like, you, the people who can't get that, girls, uh, girls? Not, not always, but like I was just saying, like I feel like an argument that could be made to girls is Let's to say, just say to people who are more emotional with their reasoning versus Yeah, but I'm saying there's logical. guys too, but my yeah, argument- I, I that, yeah, yeah, yeah. My argument, but yeah, whatever, just people who like think like that, right? But my argument that I feel like they, they might get is it's the equivalent of saying that, you know, there's like, you could equivalent- Because really what they, most of that time is what they really mean is like rich privilege, right? Yeah. The same way that you could go- um, girl privilege you could call it girl privilege but really it's hot privilege mostly yeah because the truth is you don't when you say girl privilege you're like oh she gets everything easy it's like well she doesn't if she's 700 pounds and looks like a dude you know what I mean no, but she still gets it easier than a 700 pound dude maybe not it's oh, yo, then a 700 pound dude but maybe yeah. not than a normal guy no no. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, if that's not the easiest. I mean, you could think, you could make a privilege out of everything. No, There's no, no, but my point is, it's it's the same thing where you go, the equivalent of saying like, oh, girl privilege, you get to go to Saudi Arabia and you get to have some guy that's like rich and he'll fly you around in your yacht because you're a girl. And she goes, I don't. He goes, yes, but your gender's not making it more difficult to get <laughs> flown around on that yacht. But that's the exact argument. Yeah, I agree. It's nonsense. Well, I don't know. You didn't think of it. I did. I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, the whole, what, the privilege stuff? Well, you, what's, you give me another analogy on the spot. Of what? Of why privilege is nonsense? No, of uh, of another analogy where you can. Oh, I don't uh, know. Use that. I mean, anything. You're fucking I'm I'm someone listening. with one arm, and they go, "Yeah, I can't be a quarterback in the NFL because I don't have an arm or something." What would know. you call it? Arm privilege. Well, people don't say that though. They say hot privilege and they say uh, girl privilege. Yeah, I, I mean, there's or male privilege. People do say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an analogy. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, so that's what I'm saying, though. It's the equivalent of saying that, yes, you're right. If you're, if you're, uh, that, that, it's a privilege that only girls can get, like hot privilege. You have to be a girl to get the like hot girl privilege. Absolutely. But or a famous of, man. Famous man. LeBron can, James has the same privilege as a hot girl. If you're fake, basically, once you like, so I can't remember who no, said it. Maybe no, no, Joe no. Rogan okay, said it. Okay, so like, I just, but you're like, use the example that I just described, which was. Uh, a, a rich guy is going to fly you down to bang him. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think that uh, LeBron James is getting some like billionaire woman saying like, "Hey, I'll fly you down to have well, sex with you." Not, he just wouldn't do it. Well, maybe not, but I just don't even think the offers come in. Where would you even send such? Well, a I don't think that that's happening a lot with like your Hollywood actresses either. I think if you messaged Dan Hathaway and you said, "Hey, I got an island of of Dan Hathaway," flight. dated a fucking scam artist. She was married to a guy that was a con artist. That is, by the <laughs> way, reference. the funniest story ever. <laughs> what did she do? She literally Anne Hathaway was married to this dude okay. who like was a total con artist, conned her, what and she do? like didn't find out about it until like they had been married for like several years. He was like the original Tinder swindler. Come on, he got so in deep that he married Anne Hathaway. Really? And they were married, and then she found out his whole life was a lie, like everything, like worse than the Dirk Nowitzki thing. Like the whole thing was a lie, and then she just like divorced him, and like she doesn't really talk about it. I think he went to jail too. Actually, he was like a total. Did he get any of her money? I don't think so. So no, okay, but, didn't, but, he didn't, he didn't. But he got he, dude. He didn't have follow through. Imagine on when you're like you you're like yeah I'm gonna like lie to get a date with Anne Hathaway, which I'm sure a million guys. What would do you do? lie about? Say I work at Raytheon or running some, something like a hedge fund jobs or, that girls love. all stuff. And then I think he started running like a Ponzi scheme or something to like keep up the appearances. It's a pretty crazy story. And then uh, and then she found out and fucking. So that was not. But the didn't best find reference. out. No, not the best. <laughs> well. Speaking of, not even really speaking of. No, speaking of New York Post, and I've been seeing this kind of coming up a lot lately. But they got an very anti-Bugman Reddit, Rick. Yeah. So basically, they're doing these. You hear this a lot, and I don't get. I'm not the most like, oh fucking boomers or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes they push their luck. Like you know what I mean. Sometimes you go with these people. They're writing articles saying that uh, they go millennial dads have pathetic DIY skills compared to bio, b baby boomers, right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't mind when people kind of even Gen X is, you know, talking shit or whatever. But when like a 60 year old guy is like, you guys can't even fix a shit. It's like, you can barely use a fucking computer. Yeah, for sure. Also, millennials have been uh, like electrocuted way less than boomers. Oh, of course. And there's, <laughs> dude, there's so way many less. reasons. And first of all, you go, this is the thing. It's like, what the other thing they realize is you go, hey, you know your generation's like Gen X is all the billionaires, by the way. Yeah. So it's like these people, it's like it's like clinging on to this, like you know, uh, I can fuck it, yeah, but I can put a shed together. And it was like, yeah, and they have an app now where you can hire someone to do that really easily. Yeah, like they yeah, they also like solved a lot of these problems. And then there's more important things where they go, Yeah, millennials like have a way worse deal where they can't even afford homes, most of them. So one of the things they're like you know, millennials, they, well, don't even, they mo most millennials don't have a stepladder. It's like, yeah, they don't have a house. So yeah, they why would they? Yeah. But if they didn't spend all their money on people to do their bug man work for them, yeah. they'd have money for their homes. A new poll of 1000 millennial dads and 1000 baby boomer dads found that when a DIY task need to be done at home, more than half of millennials prefer to call a professional. Well, it's like you, for, there's so many things. First of all, most millennials wife works. Yeah. So you have like. So you have a, two people working in the house, which means, and then all of the new stuff, you sort of get forced to do a lot of girl jobs a lot of times. So it's like a lot of these guys that uh, before they're like, yeah, and I fix the things. And you're like, 
yeah, a lot of people now, the guys have to do all the fucking cleaning and bullshit like that. Absolutely. There's no time. I, I've been doing a lot of anti-Bugman stuff, though, recently. Putting because I moved in, putting putting things together. Oh yeah, probably bad. I have yeah. specific. I put this one thing together. Actually, it's really funny because we have not that much space in our apartment, and so it's like one of those over the toilet like hutch things to put uh-huh. toiletries, and then you need to like uh, secure it to the wall, but it's tile, which I didn't think about that. So it's like literally just like sways every time you open it, everything <laughs> falls out of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like why. But whoever put it out together would have done the same job because you can't secure it. Well, I okay. If you are, you know, like dude, stuff's literally bro, falling into the toilet. Like you open it and then a bunch of stuff's falling take it into down, the toilet. Hire someone. <laughs> you're. This is the thing because Danny probably listens to this boomer rhetoric and he goes, "Yeah, you're right. I do need to not be a bugman anymore." His girl probably yells at him like a real man. Honestly, you know what? You get, I don't see. I don't get no, played she's, by those games. No, she's like, like oh, I'll go date one. No, then. she goes call the person, <laughs> and I don't know. I kind of like <laughs> everyone around you tells you to call the person. I <laughs> like fixing stuff sometimes. <laughs> Anything that I feel like I fix, you got a sense of accomplishment. You fix something. You know? I had a, ca- a big uh, IKEA cabinet, and I literally, uh, my chick goes. Hey, just like wait till I come home to fix it. Don't do it. And then I messaged her five minutes later, broke it. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to squeeze the things together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, This article is really trying to take a shot at me. But, and so obviously I get the idea where you go, listen, dudes are, uh, you know, more feminine in a certain way. But like some of this stuff is structural where it's like, you know, a, a lot of people work in fucking jobs where they're not you know construction workers anymore you know yeah. what i mean also if you live in something like you live in an apartment or a condo then you don't need any of these skills because you're not allowed to do any of this shit of course like what like i mean obviously be able to like hammer a nail to hang a picture but yeah there's lots of stuff that i don't know you're, you're not and then also people have kids later too right so it's like there's a, a big part of i you know people uh, you know let me go to the shed and fix stuff to get away from these course, people and all that course. stuff and it was like now it's a little, you have, uh, like, you're not getting away from the wife. She has her own job, so they have, you know, they have more Yeah, you stuff both work at home, unfortunately, still. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> you both still work at so home. So if I'm going to go fix something, it's going to have to be at my buddy's house. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to the park and just hammer a bench or but something. But the one of the main things is, is, like, it. the reason why I'm, like, actually bringing this up is it all kind of comes to that, like, efficiency thing, where if you're really saying, like... Wh- if you're what you're trying to do is like optimize your life, right? And if you're like, hey, I make X amount of dollars, I can hire someone for thirty dollars for something. There's like, there's so many things where you go, you only have a certain amount of time, yeah. And you, why would I? The same reason why a lot of people will rationalize that it makes sense for me to like order this as opposed to go shopping, like you oh, a hundred percent. There's a million things like I, you know, why do some people when they're in that position order groceries instead of go shopping? Because like that's an hour that's like valuable that you could use for other things. Absolutely it is. And people got so much more specialized. Period. Not to say that's always a good thing, but over the last little while, how much like specialization of did. Things got way more like that in terms of what jobs people do too, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there are certain issues where sometimes where you actually can just fix it yourself and it does doesn't take up time or whatever. Like what? But I actually have well, I have a specific, very specific thing that. Well, I toilet last clock. Night. Do you want to fix yourself? To- <laughs> No, see, no, no. See, I like to call the plumber and show him my fucking work. Uh, I go, no, no, like my. Do you have to call a plumber with a big one in there? 
Uh, no, I've had to call a plumber for like a sink clog, but never for a toilet clog. No, a toilet clog, I'm just like, Dude, yeah, that's the most. I'm, Im- I'm moving out. There's nothing more. There's nothing more <laughs> embarrassing than having to tell people. Blame it on the girl. Clog. He goes, it's a fucking. I clogged shit. at some of my friend's parents' house once, and it was unfixed. Like, no, it was not. It was my friend's. Uh, his parents were there. It was like a friend's. Is I guess his uncle's house. Uh, no. So I was like a very removed guest, but they had a swimming pool, and a couple of us were at the house. And I, oh, I saw that uh, fucking that water started rising, uh, my friend. No. So I'm looking around. Go, oh. <laughs> the full, only full good Ace thing. Ventura. The only good thing is that the fucking the it was more like actual water. Like it was one of those ones where it sort of actually somewhat flushes, then clogs, gotcha. as opposed to yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to the brown water flowing over. Uh, that's <laughs> the worst when it starts flow, and then you try and flush it, hit it again, and you go, well, "That was a mistake." Uh, and then it starts literally coming over. If I was nose. to kill myself, I think that's how I'd do it. Well, just stick your head in the bowl. No, it's coming. Uh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Yo, that bowl starts rising up. Nothing's tougher. Yo, that'd be the worst to be a girl having that happen, man. It's, uh, yeah, nightmare. Being a girl like at a guy's house on a date. Every Ben Stiller movie, basically. I think yeah, ben but remember there was the girl. There was like a. Toilets. There was the. Re- <laughs> he does. That's the gagger. That's ben but there was big um, this girl who was on a date, and then she fucking took a shit in this guy's. It was like a big viral thing. She took a shit in his. Uh, took it toy. out of the bag. Yeah, took it out. Remember? I actually she get the move. Took bro. it out of the bag, but then the bag got stuck, and uh, she had to like. Yeah, oh, yeah, she yeah, got yeah. stuck trying to. get No, the- no, no. She locked the bag inside and then couldn't get back in the or house. Some, or something like, yeah, yeah. She, she accidentally went out and right, the bag right, left right. a bag inside, so she just left the log of shit on his fucking... <laughs> oh, man. No, but the thing I fixed is last night, Yikes. I accidentally uh, left the freezer door unhinged and then the fan got all this ice on it, which is what is happening in the studio, actually, with our f- fridge. You could hear it and then you have to defrost the the freezer. But that, okay. was, like a, that was like a kind of non-bug man thing that didn't take any time. I have no problem. I'm like... The, any, but the noise was so annoying. But I have, yeah, that's one of those things where when anyone tries to get you on, it's like you don't fix stuff. It's like, dude, you they go, the, the things in here, they're like, you know, and millennials won't fix tires as much. And it was like, dude, if I if my car breaks, you you pay, you know, I have a service where I paid 150 bucks a month and you can have within 20 minutes, anyone would come fix your thing for you. Yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't, I, it cost me $20 and I'm not sitting in the middle of the highway with a bunch of wrenches, like in the rain. Ah, yeah, absolutely. Losing a screw, you drop a screw, it rolls I over there. Now f- you're like crawling through. Anytime dirt. safety is is <laughs> at risk, I always I like if it's safe, I don't do it. If there's like a safety component where you're like this could be unsafe for the future, I'm out. Safety of me, my general well being of wanting to do this shit. <laughs> Want nothing to do with this nonsense. Yeah. So yeah, they don't have kids. There's like people are more specialized. And on top of that, you go. They're like, look at this. Our sons don't know how to do anything, and be like, I guess wouldn't that be you that t- didn't teach them? Well, also, some uh, half of those sons are daughters now. What are they meant to do? Right. But that's what it is. You go these boom like it's like a self own for like a sixty year old guy to be like, huh. My three kids are can't do anything. I'd be like, I guess you were crappy at being yeah. a dad. I don't well, know. But also, this is New York Post. New York Post is kind of would. Nah, they've that. been coming out with this Andy Bugman rhetoric. That's what I'm saying. Boomers, they would yeah. because they're boomers. Yeah, New York Post is all conservatives. And but they do. I, I'm telling you, guys get forced to do more like normal girl jobs and stuff because it, the division of labor changed. So you go. Well then, fine. We're paying. We're paying with our money for a guy to come do this. Then we're adding a third man, and he's going to do my <laughs> shit. <laughs> A surrogate, if you will. <laughs> We're having a surrogate fixer. Yeah. <laughs> surrogate bugman. Yeah, definitely. Millennial dads are less likely than their boomer counterparts to be able to change a car tire on the side of the road, unblock a toilet or sink, 
reset a tripod circuit breaker, or even open a stick, a stuck pickle jar with their hands. So that one doesn't make sense. Okay. So, yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. yeah stuck not, pickle I can, jar? I can, yeah, I can, open, a- I can fuck open a jar. But you go, the other ones, you go, this is where, you, okay, as much as I was given like rationalizations, is also, it's like, yo, you guys, go run a Discord server. <laughs> Go deal with 45 crazy unhinged people dropping N-bombs nonstop on a Discord server, and then you come back to me. Yeah, yeah. Tell me a problem about your toilet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, go upload a video on TikTok right now. (laughs) It's like, these people, the way that they talk, they go, yeah, you don't understand, like, all of the new world. And by the way, this is the world that matters more now, too. It's not like, you know, if you look at the future and you go 100 years from now, well, I guess it could go one of two ways where it's like apocalypse where like now the bugmen are really getting scared. <laughs> but it could also go the other way in 30 years where you're like, yeah, yeah, that stuff you go, that all got like real solved. You know what I mean? Of course. Changing your, your tire changes itself. You know what doesn't change itself? Boomer? This Discord server. This Discord server. I cannot figure out the permissions. We actually had it on the Boyscast Discord server. Someone messaged me, go, yeah, just so you know, like anybody can make themselves an admin and they can just take your server. And you go, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, but it was like that for over a year. Nobody said anything. Ed- these editing programs, like file sizes, you know, all of this, all of this stuff, like figuring out how to run a social media campaign. Like some of these guys, I remember even in the when I was young in the band, it was like I used to say, if you wanted someone to do this job, hire an eighteen-year-old because you guys don't know what the hell you're talking no, about. No, dude, the amount of money a lot of these big marketing companies spend just because they have no clue how the fucking internet works. Yeah, yeah, that's all they know. And then you know, people are making real money on the internet, just you know. Like if uh, we have buddies that are just like you know doing like Amazon dropshipping stores and stuff like that, making cash, and it was like, so I, I don't need some guy that's worked on a fucking line for fifty years to tell me no. Right, you, don't a bug work, you don't know how to work a drill. I could buy you. <laughs> <laughs> I buy and sell pieces of shit like you every day, pal. <laughs> that's such a funny one. But it, there's, you think there's gonna be a bugman dating app. Bug man, bug women. <laughs> it is sort of like a cope, though. For <laughs> yeah, bug. I mean, I think it is. It's a, but it's only bug men, it's bug and men. it's definitely a dating app. For... <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of bug man. <laughs> that dating app does exist. Yeah, it's a different kind of bug man. Bug grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you though, if I had some, yeah, especially uh, the. Because there is something to be said about the fact that all of the real billionaires that kind of changed the world in the last little bit were all Gen X. Yeah, that's true. You know, like those, there's the- And men. The boomers are the old money where it's like, you know, we ran, you know, like, but- The Vanderbilts. Yeah, yeah, you started a- We lost all our family's money. That's what they're all doing. They go, we lost all our family's money. That's what they're all doing. That's what their bug men are doing. Yeah. So- Millennial dads reported not owning a cordless drill. I own one of those. Step ladder. Yeah, why would I own I a step ladder? I don't own any of these things. Why would you own a step ladder? Just to get up. I have a drill. I'm always, I'm always drilling, dude. Been drilling. I'm a big driller. No, I'm always putting up like, putting up stuff. Oh, see, I always just use the I'm a big nails. art guy. Me too, but I just I got to put my skull photos. <laughs> it's funny you use it. You don't need a drill for that. What? You don't even need a drill for uh, that. You do some places. Mm. A set of screwdrivers or even a hammer. Well, I mean, yeah, that's you can get one. I will say it's good to probably just get like one kit that you just have forever. You know what I? You do. You buy one I, kit. I, and you just have yes, it forever. but I had that. But then when I moved to New York, I was like, "What do I need this for?" 
So then I never brought it with me. I think I got rid of it. So then I was just hanging pictures the other day, and I don't have a hammer. And obviously, my girlfriend doesn't. Yeah, that's right. You don't have a hammer. <laughs> my girlfriend doesn't have a hammer. So I, I was using a tape measure as the hammer. Yeah, or a can. And then I destroyed something. the tape measure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess this is what they're it talking about. It just smashed apart, man. Yeah, but so they're talking shit, and you're right. But can they run a crypto Ponzi scheme? Like no, you could? no. <laughs> Absolutely not. So these people, yeah, they're able to put a photo on the wall, but can they short Dogecoin line Bitcoin like you? No. What do you think about this? Uh, there should be like a... Someone should do uh, like a cryptocurrency that's pegged to the impressions of like a trend, like like Ukraine or like uh, hashtag free the nipple or like uh, our BLM or... You know how these things kind of become... Uh, yeah, you know the biggest thing in the world, and uh-huh. then you don't hear about them, obviously, right? Sure. You know, the it really does, right? But the, you should be able to track that and bet on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like bet on the trend, well, of like when it's going to end. Well, it would be based on internet impressions. Like, remember Andrew Tate became the most uh, googled man in his impressions, right? Yeah. So you would essentially, I think, I think some other people have tried to do something. Version I mean, of always story. whenever there is a trend, some coin pops up. Like there was a Tate coin. And Tate was like, I'm not involved in this in any way. No, no, no. But it wouldn't be. So I understand that's the general principle, but I'm saying tied exactly to impressions. What's the utility of it, though? There is none. Oh, you just want it as a way to gamble on it? Oh, yeah. I guess it needs utility. Yeah. Uh, No, there's no utility. It's just it's a gambling thing, I guess. Uh, I guess you're just betting on impressions then. Yeah. I mean, if that's if you want to do an over under on impressions, there's betting markets where you could just probably put that proposition up saying like this person will get. I feel like I could kill it on there. Well, the problem is you need to take someone. You need someone to take the other side of it, though, right? Yeah, they will. Yo, idiots will be like, no, this Ukraine thing in in, in two years, we'll be talking about it just as much. Yeah. I bet you most of these things, if you get, or but then it forces them to put their money where their mouth is. They go, yeah. dude, this is the biggest thing we're going to be talking about. Uh, you know, this new activist thing that you're not, I go, we're not going to hear about this. And you go, no, we're going to be talking about this every day. I go, oh, good. Uh, you can make money on that opinion. I guess if you could, uh, what about? I think people will bet on it. Yeah, you could. And then you, they can put, their, pro- they can put their proceeds to the cause. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of having to suckers. just uh, like what what is it like those those Twitter accounts where people taking L's and then you just show them six months later to dunk on them. I love that's that. the current equivalent of of how you do that deal with that thing is you just dunk on them six months later with their takes. Well, I will say that the final thing where they go, 61% would rather hang out with their children than spend time on DIY. Well, 49% of millennial dads say they've done better with their own than their own dads is spending quality time with their kids. So that's another thing that they're they're saying that on top of that, it's like all these boomer dads are like, yeah, my kid doesn't know I have a hammer. And, you're, and then the argument to that was like, he never met, barely yeah. met you. It's like, yeah, you don't <laughs> know my birthday, dad. <laughs> You don't know my birthday, Richard. Yeah, you sent this idiot to get a college degree, <laughs> take out all this debt, Richard. Richard? Yeah, Richard. All these things. You know the reverse mortgages? Where like, because like a lot of these boomers, you know, kind of some of them like, not the immigrant ones as much, but like, you know, inherited money. And then a lot of boomers will take reverse m- mortgages where instead of... uh uh like putting their uh, their house yeah, in inheritance, they just like bleed it back till they die. So well, they, they just li- get all the money. Yeah, but so they li- like they plan it to literally die with zero dollars. Yeah, they're getting the it's the Warren Buffett treatment. Yeah, and then you go, you ain't getting nothing. And then you go, yeah, but my kid can't use a drill. 
And you go, <laughs> well, that's why you're getting reverse mortgage because you can't use a drill. <laughs> you had it too good for too long, kid. Yeah, it's just a different world, and be, you know, being being able to sort of like run your life optimally and has changed in some degree. Not that there's anything wrong with those things, but it's like just someone that lived in like a different world, yeah, completely saying like, it's like. You know, anyone can go back further and be like, this guy doesn't even know how to cobble a shoe. And you go, yeah, those skills become increasingly like less useful. Yeah, for sure. They're useful once a year when you move. <laughs> and, uh, and like, I mean, again, somewhere like New York City. People, there's probably people getting yelling at me right oh, now. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of we have a lot of people who are listening to this. Going, oh, I like fixing. Shut stuff. up, Ryan. No, we have a lot. Dude, we have people who are listening to this right now fixing something. <laughs> they were like, yeah, I have some like fixing. If you like fixing. I don't think there's anything wrong with no. fixing something. No. You shouldn't but, be shamed for it. And to be honest, I, if you're our age, I actually don't mind you shaming. If I have someone that's like, that's around the same age bracket, that's like, yo, you can't fix this. Like they have the same life. Yeah. But it's like, for an old person, if you right. lived, if you're a fucking 60 years old, you're living in a different world. Yeah. Agreed. Not good. Totally different though. Shout out to the bug men and bug women. We are going to take another quick second here to tell you about FitBod app. And that's another thing we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, the Bugman thing. People are more fit now, too. Yeah. People know. You know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of these old dads that are talking smack about these, they weren't in shape. They didn't go to the gym as regularly. That's a more common thing. They just did their yard work. I think, I think, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys know that that's part of the package if you want to look good. And if you want to, you know, be healthier and live longer and all of that sort of stuff. So life can start to get busy again after these summer months and the days get shorter. The calendar fills up. Work gets hectic and it gets hard to find time for a workout. It's easy to fall out of the good habits like exercising when the fun season turns into busy season. Putting off working out leads to the same old New Year's resolution to get back into shape. But FitBod can change that it's a smart workout app that scientifically tailors an exercise program to your goals equipment and schedule so you can keep the full calendar and your summer gains wherever you are if i'm in a hotel room if you're in the hotel gym with not that many things if you're in your home gym it can give you a workout that works for you so that's what i have been doing that's one of the best parts about it and as well another big benefit is the algorithm changes and updates the fitness plans as you go so you don't get bored. FitBod's smart workout app creates a custom dynamic exercise program based on your goals, experience, and equipment, then varies your routine to avoid overtraining. You can see your muscle usage, recovery, achievements, and workout streaks right in the app. For less than the cost of one session with a personal trainer, you get a full year of personalized workouts with FitBod. Fit exercise into your schedule because the best time of day to exercise is when you're free. I agree, especially for people that don't have necessarily a traditional scheduling situation. This makes it much, much easier. The app is super easy to use with video tutorials and make learning new exercises a breeze. To keep your workout momentum going now that we exited the summer, get personalized workouts from FitBod that get tougher as you do. Get 25% off your subscription or try out the app for free when you sign up now at fitbod.me slash boyscast. 25% off your subscription, or you try it out for free first, fitbod.me slash boyscast. This organization called uh, Pissed Off Trannies. That's what they're called. Which I don't know is that is that one is like is that like the N word right now where like they can no, well, I no, but they can say it, but you can't say it. Is that sort of I don't think so. Is that their like maybe? No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, 
It's definitely not in that. In that, uh, I mean, just the fact that you said it. Well, that's the name of their organization. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go. They staged a dramatic demonstration to protest the Equality Watchdog's exclusionary policy on single-sex spaces. And uh, what they did was this. Uh, basically, there's this organization in Britain, and they said. They're not going to make it illegal for people to have men and women's washrooms, right? Mm-hmm. And then ones that people actually have to go into the gender. Like if you're <laughs> if you have a penis, you have to go to the guys one or whatever. Like people reserve the right to do that legally, right? So yeah. they didn't. So stupid. <laughs> and then uh, POT, the organization, a, a couple of them got together. It's a bit of a pun too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got they got together. Well, I wait actually. I pot. That's what I thought you were saying. But. No, no. Well, pot, but then pissed off trannies. But there's more. They're more than just pissed off. Oh, so basically, well, they're not just mad. Yeah, they're pissing on because <laughs> they filled up a bunch of jars with pee. So they filled up all these jars with pee, and then they took like fifty of them, and then they—that was the protest. Right? Real trailer sort of, park vibes. <laughs> trailer park boys vibes right now. Piss jars everywhere. You ever had the piss jars? Piss bottles? Dude, New York City, I've never seen... So I see piss bottles here. I piss in a bottle in New York City, but I usually throw it in the garbage. So it's hard to find a bathroom sometimes. I know. New York City is really hard. Dude, I remember... Uh, I can't remember. I was biking down like up some avenue or whatever. Some guy was got out of his car ahead of me, and he was pouring his piss bottle into the lane like at, like in front of me. And I looked at him. He goes, it's New York. And I go, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just pee- jumping out of his your piss. business, bug. I was just biking. I'm, hey, I'm biking here. He didn't like you looking at him? I was biking. I don't know. I just saw a guy pouring out piss. And he looked at me and goes, it's New York. <laughs> it's a fair point, I guess. It is. That's what I do anytime I don't get a sandwich made. I start getting the bottles out. I go, listen, we can do this one of two ways. <laughs> start pissing everywhere. This is the new self-immolation. Yeah, you have like... Instead of lighting yourself on fire, you just pour piss on your head. Yeah, so... <laughs> do you think that they had the like the meeting... Where this is kind of what I was saying, where the these organizations, the you know the most like wacky activists, always sort of take over. Do you think that there is some sort of moderate people that are like, yo, let's do a demonstration? The one guy's like, we're pissing everywhere, and then the the other person's like, I don't, that's you know people are gonna that's I don't know if that's the move. And it's like, do you not care about? Yeah, you know, are you trans, not right? pissed off? Yeah, are you not pissed off? We need to make a statement. You know, there's one person here, especially looking at these photos. You know, there's one person who's going around to everybody and be like. You should drink more water, man. Look how, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's no yellow. clear piss. <laughs> These are all like dark shades of yellow. This is real. Like, not is this real? Like, obviously, this whole thing happened, but like, I wonder if they I thought like, it was interesting that they had Coldplay playing playing at the. <laughs> Like some of these peas are instead like, of a, actually no, they are very dude. One of the bottles of piss is orange. That's a dark piss right there. Yeah. Imagine you got to be like, well, they're like, probably on a lot of uh, but, a lot of hormones and all right, that kind but, of stuff, but, right? But you think they save them for last? That's I'll think about all the testosterone. Oh, I guess they're got a girl. They would. Yeah, I think they I saw that ones, estrogen. No? They're the fucking inhaling. But like, do you think they're like really being like, I'm gonna start with the lighter ones and work my way into the real amber peas <laughs> pour on <in> my head? <laughs> the pouring on the head is crazy. Do you know how they do uh, at the Rage Against the Machine at like the you know uh, Antifa rallies? It'll be like these ones. It's like mellow yellow, <laughs> and then they call them mellow yellow. <laughs> That's when they have blast. They all have like a huge speaker blast. <laughs> and the, we were all yellow. 
and then the be- whoever does the best is they they go to interview them after go so how did you feel about your piss performance today but John the piss go it felt pretty good and then all the other people come with the jerry can and they dump a huge <laughs> thing of piss on them <laughs> They gave the Gatorade The Gatorade you goes, oh, God, yes, fucking God. You're the envy. This guy's MVP. With two E's. <laughs> Most valuable no. pisser. And no, MVP-E-E. <laughs> um, uh, disgusting. That's so good. There, yeah, getting the Gatorade dumped because you were, yo, that's a heavy <laughs> flow today. Woman, I guess not, bro. <laughs> The representative said that the it was ceremonially it was ceremonial urine in the offices of Westminster, London, and it was staged as what they described as a piss in. <laughs> One girl had a uh, bejeweled gown, and yeah. she before she poured the bottle of urine on herself. That'd be funny if uh, it was sort of an accident. She was just like carrying them all, and then spilled them all over each other, and she's kind of like. Actually, that's same yeah. face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how far I'm willing to go for this thing. Why well, used to have that old joke where there was the guy that the doctor that called me and they said they lost my pee, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like the, and then I I said really, and she was like, this is it happens like frequently. It's not a big deal. And I was like, it sounds like something that shouldn't be happening frequently. <laughs> where doctors just like the doctor is carrying all the pee bottles from like the other like clinic. He's on rollerblades, like <laughs> ball bearings. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Someone accidentally <laughs> spilled. Like, why do you keep spilling everyone's pee? It happens. The activists speaking to Vice. And Vice is saying this, like, there's a big there's a big war going on between, you know, like, uh, feminists and the trans people or whatever. But they go, speaking to Vice on the condition of anonymity, <sighs> described the dramatic action as the extreme version of the embarrassment that they feel on a daily basis. But it is one of those things where it is kind of like... You feel like the, you'd want to throw the piss on other people because <laughs> there's just well, like, I guess that's this assault. is what I feel always. You go, you know how embarrassing it is to be trans? Anyways, here's a bunch of piss I'm going to dump on my head. Yeah, I don't really see how that's I sticking go, I, to them. Yeah. You put the piss on the doors or something. Yeah, you're just making it worse for yourself. And they also said, we want people to know that protesting can be enjoyable, theatrical, and even exciting. And they can be full of rage, but still have fun. So they want them to have fun with it. How about this for trans people? How- <laughs> That'd be fun. How good though is that? You're the guy that they're just like, all right, like all the trans people, we're going to be pouring like uh, piss all over each other. The one person's like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> the one dissenter. Yeah. On We're doing on us? On- I don't know if I have to go. Who's pissed? Is ah, bummer. I don't have to go. Oh. All right, I guess we're not in a piss. Yeah, I'm do you a- even get your own piss, or is it just sort of like we no, both it's mix random. it up and you just get you just pour? And then you're you're maybe hoping that you did like a like a you did yours in a Gatorade bottle. You go, I'll grab the Gatorade bottle, but then there's like four Gatorade bottles, That's and now you're like, oh, what color? Of the what year. color was my piss? Yeah, it's also, there's probably one of the people that, like, that's their fetish, you know what I mean? He's been probably... Of course. Yeah, the one, like, chick that's been like, I've been trying to get these people to pee on me for six months, and he's like, you know, uh, every meeting, he's like, you know what, I'll really show them if you pissed in you my mouth. You guys all waterboard <laughs> me with piss. No. Don't even film no. it, just in the back room. That'll teach him. Teach him a real lesson. The one person is not even trans, like just some guy. <laughs> yeah, just some creep because I'd like to join your protest. Yeah, I, you want if you want to really fucking stick it to them. Yeah, stick it in here. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Look, I'm not into giving people advice, but if trans people want to protest bathrooms, 
the proper way to do it is a national day of upper deckers. Okay, <laughs> that's how you protest bathroom politics. Okay, you go in every bathroom <laughs> you can find. Day. Every trans person goes in a, a bathroom that is violating their rights, and you leave an upper decker. Mm-hmm. In solidarity with all trans people, dude. If, imagine the news that goes like it's a just like plumbing supplies are running short. There's, there's a plumber shortage. Yeah, because too of all many the bug upper, men. Yeah, because there's no bug. There's too many bug men. There's not enough plumbers. There's too many upper deckers. Too many trans people. Problem solved. That is like a pretty. If you were in charge and you actually did that idea, you go for one day. That being said, if it was National Upper Decker Day for trans people, <laughs> trans person tried to use your bathroom. <laughs> Like you want you want to see bathroom problems before you yeah. go and like three trans people come into your McDonald's on upper deck. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you gonna say no to them? That's a whole new problem. You'd have to you'd have to have the thing duct taped down. <laughs> yeah, it's locked. It's like a, there's a, literally like a latch with a padlock. I definitely. Would All right, be- everybody. Tomorrow's <laughs> National Upper Decker Day. We need you to secure <laughs> the toilets. I think you definitely would be a little more skeptical. We got their lock picking kits going in there, just picking the locks. No, it would legitimately be like, you know, the, uh, even the biggest like uh, person that you know the, the cliche of like doesn't hit, that like really doesn't like trans people. Yeah. He, he goes, you see him going in like the Walmart girls' bathroom. You go, he better be just trying to molest a kid. <laughs> Like that she she uh, she, I, she better just be trying. Hey, you can go in there, but you better just be trying to creep on women. <laughs> the amount of people like pick up the top of the thing and they go, ah, oh, someone's already got it. <laughs> beat me to it. Yeah, yeah, ah, some ally beat me to it. Just put it back on. National Upper Decker Day would be a good protest for something like. Uh, it doesn't have to be for that though either. You know what I mean? Like, dudes protesting something. That'd be a better dude protest. That would be a good dude. Especially if you do it in a women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. If we go pro... If we, if guys, if we need to protest women, let's do a National Upper Decker Day in women's If bathroom. we have a protest, 100%. Like, let's say the next time they, like, kick a guy off uh, Instagram or Facebook and every, they kick him off all platforms that, like, dudes kind of fuck That'll with. That'll be when Portnoy gets banned off of everything. Someone that, like, National dudes Upper like, Decker you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah, they kick off every platform and dudes unite and they go, you know, this Wednesday, <laughs> National De- Upper Decker. Show your bathrooms. support for... Whoever, but I accidentally just straight up went to a girl's bathroom the other day at the airport, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I walked in and then it uh, I walked in and I was didn't even notice. I was like, I, you know, you don't know these days because there's no urinals, but you're like, I don't know, it's one of those, you know. I mean, airport, places, every right? male bathroom in an airport has multiple urinals. I think it was an airport, but it did, just didn't cross my mind because I'm saying a You're lot so of times that happens, right? I'm so progressive. And then I walk out and there was, I was like washing my hands and there was like three girls looking at me and I was just like, Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's tougher when you... No, just, she wa- one of the girls actually walked in, saw me, and then was like, oh, shit, am I Oh, in she's the- in the wrong one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... Would you well, no, then she saw friends? the other girls, and she was even more confused. Did you think that you were just like... Do you think that maybe thought, wow, that trans guy is like... No, really I immediately I was like, I think I fucked up. No, because I, <laughs> no, I but saw- I'm saying, do you think they thought they go, is this a trans? Oh, man? right, yeah. If they were, and you go, like- man, they're getting good with this shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. They make them that big. It's like now, six too. four. Yeah. Whoa. What happened? Yeah, but I think what happens is I saw the girl, looked around, saw that there was no urinals, did not quick math. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> All right, ladies. Apologize for the upper decker in advance. 
85% of divorce is initiated by women is a stat that I've come across. Okay. So this is, there's a lot of different theories. So this article that, uh, so one of the things that I felt like is interesting to talk about in the context of this. So 85% of divorces now are initiated by women and 50% of people approximately get divorced. And if you get divorced younger, it's even more than that. You know what I mean? Because that 50% is like a big portion of people that are, you know, not 70, right? Yeah. So you're looking at, Probably like 70% of women, period, that are married getting divorced, like that are, you know, in their 30s or something. Okay. If you kind of, you know, do the math on those numbers, right? Okay. So I think that one one thing is they're going to tell why, which is, you know, probably going to be wrong. Men. There's a few things they said are right, a few things they said are wrong. But the yeah, yeah, a lot of it's that. But the other interesting part is like, what do you do with that information as a guy? Where you go, you know what I mean? Nothing. Well, I think you, you don't think you make any changes on that. If you're a guy in terms of, well, I mean, again, if you're in a relationship, a girl who wants to get married, like, are you saying take advice, do some of this stuff that they're saying so that you don't wind up in divorce? There's both. So I have, I think I have, I have, think I have solutions to both. Yeah. It's, but just, if you look at the demographics, you gotta be, you gotta be honest to yourself about that stuff. You go, if I'm in this demographic where it's like a lot of it is, you know, a huge part of it is that the girls make as much money as guys and they, it's, the, it's a biggest grass is greener situation. A lot in the of emotional of the world, labor right? too. Grass is greener. The world telling women that there is a, you know, kind of a better life for them that, they you know, don't in need some any cases man. there is, some cases there isn't. Yeah, I potentially don't need a man. A big part is that like, uh, you know, they work now so they're, they can leave easier. Yeah. Whereas before they couldn't leave. But the, the biggest part is probably that they make the same amount of money. So there's a power dynamic and every girl, okay, it's exact. I always think of it as like a dude that dates a girl that's like less good looking as him. You're kind of always thinking like in the back of your head, like, I could have probably had a hotter one. Yeah. That like kind of doesn't go away that much, right? I bet you a lot of guys probably have that where it's like, I, I could have done better than this. But what you mean is her looks. Yeah. Whereas girls, if they date a guy that like makes a little less money, all in, always in the back of their head to be like, I know, could have I'm nicer in, stuff. Yeah. I, I could I could have an extra 30 grand a year if I just if I just chose differently. Yeah, I could this vacation could have been nicer. Yeah, so I think that knowing that, the biggest thing that I would say you do with that is someone younger. So that's the biggest solution to that. But it's different for women though, because say if you're a woman and you're 40 and yes, you make more money, but you're like at that point you're not necessarily your offering has changed. What do you mean? Like what you're cuz again, like youth is obviously more uh like favor yeah but you're the- you're describing reality i'm describing why they are moving the way that they move oh so because right, right. you're saying you're saying like their argument is going to be yeah something along the lines like i'm gonna of go like, trade up but you're like your values changed th- but that's not how they see it yeah so uh, but you know what i'm saying sure absolutely because i agree that you go yeah like th- women th- unrealistic but, never but that's like there is some of it as like these ladies need a reality check but it's like I always say it's the same as when you know girls are like, "Why, why are you? Why don't you tell men to stop attacking me instead of like telling me not to run at four a.m. through the projects?" And yeah. you go, "Okay, well, until that happens." So it's like, yes, <laughs> sure. you know what I mean? You go, yeah. "Well, maybe these girls need a, like a reality check," and you go, "Okay, well, until well, until, until this like that. <laughs> until this mass reality check happens." I think you got to all like, start taking reality pills, government <laughs> mandated. Let's do this. So until the mass reality check happens, a big way to st- like solve a lot of the, no, but basically you say you go, men and women used to have a sort of a power dynamic. And then now that power dynamic has shifted. But if you date someone that's younger than you, 
it's back to normal. Yeah, of course. In a huge, so I mean, that's an easy solution, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, I think guys that are 20 need to start thinking like, Yo, I don't settle down with the girl that you're like is your age right now. It's gonna, it could potentially hurt you in the future. Unless, uh, unless, yes and no. Unless it depends on. But if if you're in this situation, if you're in a situation where you're like, yo, I'm gonna be with some chick and I'm I'm gonna be the breadwinner anyway. It's like this might not have flat. Yeah, but you. but I say if two twenty year olds get together, say they get married and then they get divorced at thirty, I'd arguably rather be the thirty year old divorce guy than the thirty year old divorced woman. Well, that's another thing that I would I would agree with you. So you're 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 kind of on the money with that. That there's another point where you go, you go the other way where you're like. Yeah, just be okay with the fact that you might probably get divorced. I mean, it's just like relationships end. They all, everybody's, well, they most people have, to. I know, but most, well, because it was just laws, the whole culture was different and there were laws and stuff. But like, I mean, most people, their marriage is not their first relationship. So they understand that relationships end and just treat it as a relationship and not some like, it's not some like next level thing. It's just Well, like, it is it, a next level thing. I know no, because of your fucking contracts and whatnot, but... A huge, it's a huge next level thing. But I'm saying, I'm just trying to there's, simplify. There's to say kids getting split. Like, dude, yeah. there's horror stories of dudes that have like, we know ones of horror no. stories of guys that have just their, you know, they're like, uh, get all their money, whatever. You can't see their kids. Uh -huh. so, so, so I don't think it's just like a, it's not this like easy fix. It no, it's not pretty, an easy like, fix. Thing. No, no, no. Obviously, it's not an easy fix. And once you have kids, but I'm saying if you have a kid, who cares if you're married or not? That complication is now there. If you have a kid out of wedlock in your common law, you knock a girl up or whatever, like your life is now has that complication, regardless of how you see, you know, the structure of it. So I would just say, say with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, that is crazy. 85% of women yeah relationships i think guys are just can tolerate a bad service that's another so component like they'll be like that's i mean that's literally what the man cave is for is to prolong an unhappy marriage yeah you go yeah I'll just i'll be down there leave me alone they have more hobbies well that's a big part of it the girls put all their like stock they put way more stock in their relationship whereas yeah. guys you go that's just like a part of if you look at your life and you go i have like six things and you're just like yeah that one i'm not loving yeah but what like oh, whatever, yeah, but just... it looks like we're gonna win the uh men's hockey league championship <laughs> yeah. so that balances out my horrible relationship i think so right <laughs> yeah. these girls the girls are getting uppity though they're, yeah, they're, they are. they're looking to get out so but because their their thing is um but you go yeah how am i gonna like win with that information i think there's like a few things that you can change but they go statistics suggest that more women are unsatisfied in their marriages at least to the point of ending them but it's always this is the thing that these people are kind of saying and they're like blaming it on you know they're like victim shaming the guy who yeah. got divorced in a lot of the cases <laughs> but you go okay but like it hasn't changed in every other country and it like hasn't changed like all these other places you go so why is it just here and you go is it possible that like and you go because they'll be like you know and women are uh, like uh, don't want to have a bad deal and be like okay but why is that not the case everywhere else you know what I mean yeah that's a valid point there are certainly many reasons for the, the dissatisfaction however his husband and his actions and lack of them play a significant role in causing and so they are victim shaming yeah <laughs> where the guy gets I mean it's always I'm obviously in their mind too 85% of women initiate divorces. be better man and 85% of divorces are men's fault <laughs> of course of course. Yeah. So be better, man, is their first thing. But if, if you do have like a, yo, know, this like bitch is thinking like that, you go, you know, in the, her mind, she's like, she could leave. You got to always have in your mind, like one foot out the door. You got to have a little extra money on the side. You got, you know what I mean? You know that they're looking to upgrade like that. You got to fucking treat the situation accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. You start get, bettering yourself, preparing.
preparing for the wave. No, you start worsening yourself. Or you go, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish ahead. you would. I wish you would. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> the, but yeah, yeah. So the statistics suggest that they're unsatisfied and they're saying it's Guy's fault. Several years ago, a college professor, for example, whose marriage has been sinking, found himself on the way to divorce. When his wife asked him if he wanted a divorce, he said, I don't care. And then she smiled after. Yeah, because he didn't care. He goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. Yeah, like, I really thought you were going to disagree and I was going to fight about this. Like, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Okay, let's do it, I guess. Yeah, but there's... Well, she whittled him down. Like that's the thing is, yes. she whittled down his spirit. He stopped fighting with them when you when you let your spirit disappear. That's when they really yeah find that you're unattractive. Sure, and then but then that's when you also get to the point where he goes like, "Do you want to get divorced?" He goes, "I don't know, whatever." Uh huh. Yeah, but there is uh yeah I guess yeah. There's a lot of uh, dudes that they just you stop fighting. Which I get, but it's like as soon as you f- stop fighting, it'll be some other guy that's got an invigorated spirit, and that guy will start looking better and be like, "Yeah, you're gonna do that to him too." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Several years ago, so this guy he basically is like exactly what you were describing, and the husband can do a better job of keeping the wife happy. So here's how: so they've given a big they've given a big list of how to. How to keep a man happy? See, this is what this 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 the millennial man is under constant attack. It's like under you know, barrage. You're not you're fucking you're not good enough for your wife. Like you're uh you need to be better at fixing stuff. It's like this like it's just this constant attack and be like, yeah yeah we're, 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 like so guys our age were just born worse. Like yeah, is it possible that there's more at play here? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we want a traditional man, not like that, and just the, with fixing stuff. And they're the scapegoat for everything because mm-hmm. like. All things where they're like, white men are bad. Yeah, let's get rid of a bunch. Like, obviously not the 60 senior-old seniors. Like, these guys aren't going anywhere. No. We got to fight back. It's time for the boys to fight back. I think the trick is you just got to know this stuff. It'd be like, well, that's part of the that's Don't of the play fight. games you can't win. You go, nah, I'm not going to get divorced. We're not going to get married. You're just going to divorce me. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or when she goes, it's time to get divorced, you go, all right. Some of the things Don't aren't. let the door hit your ass on the way out. <laughs> yeah, you got to know. <laughs> Like not even like don't even fight a shred for the marriage. Never. She goes, I want a divorce. You go, yeah, I got the papers ready to go. Actually, actually I had I the papers kicking. You give her one of these. <laughs> what took you so long? There's <laughs> the papers. What What took you so long is yeah. exactly you're stroking a cat. By the way, you're taking this cat. Never wanted it in the first place. <laughs> I'm fucking allergic to this goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> you will be taking the cat. It'd be nice to have some bathroom space again. So. Actually, uh, yeah, I'll just move into my other apartment. You have another apartment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's right control. I'm not giving that shit up. Yeah. Why do you think Why do you think I wanted such a cheap one here? I'm paying a second rent, bit. <laughs> so then they give a list of stuff where they say you should do, and some of it's like pretty normal. They go, maybe he can tell his wife he loves her. He can show his wife he loves her. <laughs> yeah, except he doesn't love her anymore. She wore him down. He doesn't feel love. It's nail. Daniel, he hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Because it's such a thing of that. And also where you go, a lot of times these guys who are in these, you know, marriages with these girls with wandering eyes, yeah. so to speak, you you are getting these like passive aggressive battles. And when you're kind of like bickering all the time, you're not in the mood to be like, hey, I just want to tell you I love you. don't. You hate her at that yeah, moment. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's an adversary. She walks in the room and you go, ugh. Like, obviously, again, I've been in good situations and bad situations. But it's just like the idea of, the, the, you know, I say that, this is the women's advice is just what men should do better. <laughs> it was like, that's why you can't look at the world like they do. You And not, not all women, obviously, right? But you Not have, all women. No, I just know girls yeah, that aren't like this. But you, that's why you have to look at the world of like, these are the way things are. How do I win it? 
And I think a huge one is date a girl that you have some like power dynamic over in some way or else she'll get bored of you. Yeah. Because she'll just be like, I could have this guy, but better, you know? And it, it might not be the case. It yeah. might be that. But isn't that a win in and of itself when she thinks she can and then you find her... 10 years later and depends how you single. look at life you go is that a win for you that like your enemies who you don't have any contact with for get one a little one but doesn't yeah, help you at yeah, all yeah it doesn't help you at all he can recharge her battery when she's tired and worn out <laughs> this is just a, it's like all just like give her a foot rub yeah 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 it's a list of make Venus. her her favorite cake anticipate her needs by making her life easier loading the dishwasher wiping off the table making her lunch the night before so now you're making her lunch yeah <laughs> i don't think yeah, they're really turning it. us into bug men huh <laughs> yeah yeah with the but threat of you're divorce. getting it on both sides i'm telling you this is the stuff i'm telling you they got <laughs> yeah, half the wear an apron emasculate yourself <laughs> they've literally got articles being like yo are you a 28 year old man okay well you need to be better at fixing stuff also you didn't make your wife's lunch <laughs> have you considered chemical castration <laughs> yeah yeah he can recognize the small and simple things. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, so this other one, the same, the same topic of divorce. Here's a list of things that men could do better. And they go, or here's a list of uh, reasons why women uh, leave the marriage. And they go, women are more likely to feel held back by their marriage. Um, I and, doubt that. What do you mean? Women feel more held back. Hmm. Than they used to. Oh, than they used to. I, I think is say. probably the oh, argument. I thought I might compare it to men. Yeah, which I think is probably more like, yeah, men have always had a little bit of that, and women are having it uh, more now because they have a job and they're, you know, they're just like, oh, I gotta deal with all this stuff too, and yeah. whatever. I mean, it's the same thing. Everyone is like always making choices. Yeah, right? it's compromises. You're always making compromises. Yeah, and then they go despite having more on their plates and their careers, so they. Uh, that's another thing where you go. Well, it depends. Those scenarios, it's like, well, who does make more money? That's one thing I feel like. There's a lot of uh, people that talk about the idea where it's kind of like, you know, obviously if one person makes more money and one person makes less money, then it should still be even everything else, blah, blah, blah. And you go, yeah, but like a lot of times the person that makes more money, especially if it's significant, like their fucking life is harder and more stressful. Yeah, like that idea that, you know, the, you know, ah, the guy, like, yes, there are examples of, you know, and I think your kind of school of thought, there's a lot of examples of people that find out ways to like get rich without working that hard. But m most people that I know that have a lot of money, like work really fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of instances where it's two couples are like exact, both work at, you know, public companies and are like some sort of, you know, they work in somewhere higher yeah, up, go, but one of them makes the four times as much as the other one, just because one's like, you know, in the hierarchy. Yeah, but they have more stress. They have more people on their, they have more like, inputs to deal with i mean just yeah, the idea of like true, managing but... like the um, you want to talk about managing emotions like if you have like 40 employees that you're like that like uh you're sort of in charge of them like their productivity like that is of course but i'm it's saying so those things like they're they are tangible mm. so there is you know you have to you have to look at the scenario before you make that one but yeah a lot of it does boil down to that they want to like date up but they go women often uh take on more of the emotional burden so that's what i just said is like they're forgetting these other emotional burdens a lot of times that also exist you know what yeah, i mean of course emotional labor communication is key in any marriage but often in an area where many couples struggle so communicate more but none of this changed in the last 20 years um and then they go more of the emotional responsibilities in some cases this may include being the sole emotional support system for the entire family so yeah that can be true all of this can be true yeah it can be true and they say that they go men are not taught how they can communicate 
properly. It's like, it's not that they don't know how to. They're just tired of talking so much. Just don't want to. Yeah, you do get very much tired of talking. Yeah, it's just that's one of my biggest arguments that I have. It's like, and I'm a I'm a fairly chatty person, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, I just go like, I don't want to talk right now. I can't. I just don't want to talk anything. And then they go like, Oh, so you don't want to talk to me? I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, I'm not anybody. I'm fine being here with you, but it's just like, just silence. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, just men need fucking safe rooms. Well, you want to think. You have to think. Every guy who's watching this podcast who has a girlfriend or kids or anything, at some point in the last week or two, has just gone and stood in the bathroom. Yeah. I don't know. Not to even take a shit, but just just stood there, just sat on the toilet. Sat on the toilet, on the toilet seat, but pants on. Yeah. Just on their phone. Yeah, you gotta get it. You know what else I do sometimes? Uh, Probably maybe once or twice a week is just go in the shower, clothes on, turn it on, just stand (laughs) there. (laughs) Just to really feel something, you know? Ice cold. Ice cold. Doesn't even hit me. And they said, women no longer tolerate consistent, unacceptable behavior. So they're kind of, you know, all their their whole thing is that men need to step it up and blah, blah. And you go, women are perfect queens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then on on top of that, one of the things that they're forgetting too is that on most of these scenarios, you're like, men are doing this stuff. And it was like, yeah, and men used to have a wife. Now they, you kind of have a roommate in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. Like, it's also just a different, the whole deal's a different deal. Like, you can't support families as much on, like, one family. So you basically have a guy that's, tur- like, he used to have essentially, like, a wife who did a bunch of stuff. Now you kind of, you're both, like, roommates living together. So it's just a different dynamic. Yeah. And she's always kind of like, I could. Up, and she's yeah, not pumped that you keep calling her your roommate. Yeah, That's she hates <laughs> that you keep calling your roommate. You, re- you keep referring to her as your roommate to all your friends. <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, dealing with bills. That's like that's a that's like when I say of opposite of bugman things. And one of the things that I feel like uh, that's like actually is sort of a masculine thing versus feminine thing that I feel like I'm a. Uh, a person that does take on all these jobs, yeah. negotiating, all negotiating, like, you know what I mean? Like this, this place is trying to move our tickets around fighting with the people. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big, I'll take all those jobs because I feel like I'm better at it and also do it. Uh, dealing with bills and stuff like yeah, that. I, I also I, like that kind of stuff. Dude, I had to go cancel mine and my girl's spectrum. Oh man, it was one of the best feelings to drop, walk into that store and drop all that bullshit off to them. <laughs> yeah. Being like, "Oh, have you? Uh, you want to reconsider?" I go, "Get the fuck out of my life forever." Uh-huh. I hate Spectrum. Well, also, they, they when you talk about that reality check, one of that part of that reality check would be the idea that it's not so great on the other side. I think that I I'm aware of that a lot of times more now in my life where you you're it's always greener and you go it's not really like it's just a different type of brown yeah, it's just a, yeah. <laughs> different type of brown. That's, <laughs> that's dark um yeah sometimes so again it's greener temporarily because the sun's out over there and then sun's you get there out. and then the sun sets and you go ah it's the same grass right but there yeah 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 it's not so sometimes yeah when i was looking at like you know the girls who were that's why I'll do this on the Patreon, but the girls who are saying they want to do OnlyFans, and it's like, we go look at the OnlyFans Reddit, and then what's going on in the OnlyFans Reddit? It's like, my life's hell. This yeah, sucks. it's all like Suicide Watch. And yeah, but a lot of those girls are the same girl. Though. Like, every article was like, empower yourself, be this, be that, lose the boyfriend, do this, and you go, and then you go, how to work out, and you go, worse, yeah. <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> Way worse. They have been deceived. They've been sold a lie. 
Yeah, everyone's been sold somewhat of a lie. Yep. A lot of lies being sold. A lot of lies being sold. I'll tell you who's lying. The media. The Queen Elizabeth lied to me when she told me she was going to tell me the information. King Charles ain't lying, though. (laughs) King Charles cannot tell a lie. Cannot tell a lie. But... So we do have, uh, I gotta, we got a good episode for the Patreon. I got lots of good stuff. So come on over, patreon.com slash theboyscast. Come on over, the water's warm. And thank you, everyone, for listening to The Boyscast. The Boys. The Boyscast. The Lads. The Boyscast. The Dudes. Prepare yourself.